Hello listeners, welcome into episode 204 of Caithness Craft Collective. I'm Louise and I've got the pod dog Buchel, the five-year-old pod dog Buchel, recently beside me and a quiet house. So, get your cup of tea, your dram and I'll let you know what crack's been in Caithness this past couple of months. So listeners, how are you? I hope I am finding you all very well. If not, here's a, a squeeze, a squeezy Louise. And <laughs> I'm going to hold on for 20 seconds and it's going to feel uncomfortable. So you better just get in there until your endorphins let rip. Go on then. Squeeze. Mm, only I'm not going to make that noise for 20 seconds. <laughs> so listeners, it's now summertime. I've been not talking to you for a little while and uh, for that... I do apologise because I have missed you. So I'm just going to do a few series, well, a little series. I'm going to call it the summer series of shorter podcasts, unedited because I'm using my phone and you can sit with me and watch the wagtails rummaging around the front lawn in Caithness today. I've... What have I been doing? I've been doing stuff, but we're not going to go there. Um, Richard finished his kilt man, extreme triathlon, and uh, when I say <laughs> when I say extreme, I'm talking. It was almost two, about two miles swim in the sea. Then it was over a hundred and eighty miles. Maybe I was exaggerating a wee bit. Certainly 150 miles. But it was a lot of cycling. And then it was a marathon over a Monroe. Plus another Monroe. So it was a long day. He started at stupid o'clock in the morning. And he finished at stupid o'clock at night. And he wasn't last. <laughs> by any shape or form. It was um an extreme day. And very proud of him. And he's... Still kind of in recovery mode, but um, he really enjoyed it. Not so much the cycle, he has to say. He says it just, it was more than undulating. And um, it was a huge weekend for us all. It was a lot of effort getting there. Uh, it was a huge effort being there. Very, very proud of him actually achieving that. And also everybody else that did, or even thought about it, and tipped up in the first place. <laughs> so... That's kind of where our um, focus had been for quite a while. And um, yeah, so what I'm going to talk to you about... Oh, and the Burns are fine. Burns, absolutely fine. Uh, they've just finished school and we're in summer holidays now. They've gone fishing with their dad, so I've got a bit of peace and quiet just now. And I have been wanting two podcasts for well, weeks now, but I, hadn't, I didn't have my podcast podcast, I don't know what podcast is, but podcast is, um, I didn't have my podcast brain on and I remember somebody saying to me, I don't owe the listeners anything. I was like, I owe you nothing. Is that not a broth song? And I do remember at the start thinking, I'm only going to do this if I'm enjoying it. And it wasn't that I wasn't enjoying it. It's just I didn't actually want to do it. And I thought, well, well I'm not going to. So that's it. 
Oh, and a huge hello to Beast Chops, who I met randomly at Torridon when Richard was doing the Kelp Man. She was over visiting her friend and I saw the, the orange curly mop of Beast Chops walk past and I thought, that just looks like her, but this is in a different environment. There's no way she'd be here. And it was, and it was just lovely to meet her and her friend and sit and she was drinking. <laughs> I was looking at her drink going, oh, I really want that. But I was driving. So um, I just, oh, I love her. She's just really, really kind and such a nice person. And um, then... For weeks after that, I've been wearing the shawl that she sent me as a present. And it just, it, it's really nice when you meet somebody at the blue like that, that you've got a lot of time for. So um, that's one of the reasons why I kind of want to carry on podcasting, because I've made so many lovely friends. And when you meet them randomly in a completely random time and space, it's it makes it worthwhile. So listeners, uh, I'm going to do a bit of division. I'm hoping that you're not picking up on my tummy making funny noises. It's going, hmm, that eggy bread was lovely. We've decided or discovered that Daisy can make a stupendous eggy bread and she can fry eggs better than anybody else in the house. (laughs) It's great. I never have to cook again. Right, so on my needles just now is uh, some vanilla socks. They're the ones I've been making for quite a while for my mom. She knows that they're for her now. And I had got them to the toe and then I tried them on and went, mm, no. So I've taken them back to where, before the decrease in and I've got to do another centimetre or so and then decrease again and then kitchener them and then starting <laughs> sock two. <laughs> this is only sock one. Although I do find that sock two always speeds up and I'm using a beautiful yarn I can't remember the name of. I was in the last episode. The one before. And the one before that episode. But these, this yarn was sent to me from my lovely friend Mel in Alaska. Hello Mel. And I like to think about Mel when I work on them. So a wee, be, a wee bit... When I hand these socks over to my lovely mummy. Who is on holiday just now. And hopefully having a lovely time to herself. She won't need them where she is. <laughs> But she might when she comes back. So um, it'd be nice to give her a present, but then I'll, put, well, I'll not be thinking about mail every time I open the bag. I'll just think about mail every time I turn on my phone because there's normally a message from her. <laughs> you all need listeners. You all need friends like that. Somebody that sends you a WhatsApp message just saying random things. What you knitting? Um, what else are my needles? Oh, right, yeah, well... I have mentioned this before. Now, I'll buckle in because it's a bit of a story. This is the knitted tunic for women, Ocean, and it's designed by Kyoko Nakasho Yoshi. And it's using Jameson's of Shetland iron weight yarn. It's a kind of tweed. And I've chosen the teal colour. Beautiful, beautiful yarn. Love working with it. It's nice and plump. It knits up quite quickly. I've made the sleeves with it. And because you go bottom up with this dress tunic and then you knit the sleeves and then add them on. However, as I mentioned previous, 
it's cabled all the way around the body of the dress and there are quite a few different cable. I've got the pattern beside me, you see, and I was going to see how many. All right, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six different types. There's cable four front and back, twist three back and front, twist four back and front. Oh, listeners, twist again like we did last summer. Yay, let's twist again like we did last year. We'll finish it. Go round and round and up and down we go again. Oh, that's cool. We're going to have to do the twist every time we're doing the twist on this part. <laughs> oh, yes, listeners, I'm back. So what had happened was I'd got the rib and I was so happy with myself. I think I changed over my needle and cable length because it was kind of awkward and annoying me, but I did and I was happier. And I'm using chai goos with the sort of metally pretty sure they're chai goos. Yeah, I think they're chai goos. And they've got a metally cable. And I got all the stitch markers in the world for each cable because you have to do two, three, four, eight repeats of this, I think. And I did the first row and went, whoa, I've gone wrong somewhere here. And there it sat for quite a while, like months and months. So recently I took back the whole row, which can be slightly awkward when you're taking cables and you've twisted things and it's just trying to make sure that the stitches are sitting right, which I haven't done. So I've just taken it out from where it was hiding in my house because... I figured that, well, it was actually, um, I think Debbie suggested that you only need to have yourself in the house and quiet and concentration. Oh, Bickle's making noise, he's having a wee scratch. Is that nice? An itchy bit. So, um, I have quiet, apart from him, the orange hairy one. And I will start again because I think that if I actually put the work in I could have this for when autumn comes around and be wearing it in autumn time I'm sure that I can do this listeners I really have to and if it had just been a very plain dress I probably would have had it finished by now because the iron weight knits up nice and fast but it's something I've had in my Ravelry library for a long time and I've had the yarn for a year and a half now so I, I want this made. And what else? Oh, but you see, it was complicated. And I really didn't have very much concentration. Uh, we had a death in the family a few months ago. And I wasn't really capable of doing... I didn't want to knit, first of all. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I was morose last episode. I didn't actually feel ready to tell you then. However, life and circle of life and stuff and time has moved on and I felt like I wanted to pick up the nails and proper podcasting. So we're back and um, I saw this one skein shrug by Laura Groff on Ravelry and this uses one 100 gram skein of four ply and big needles and you just knit a rectangle and then kitchener together 
somehow, which I haven't quite figured out yet, the arms, and it's a shrug. So I was upstairs, we've finally, I don't know if we've finally, finally, because I'm sure there's bits and pieces that I'll still need doing, but we have, I think, finally finished the upstairs uh, redecoration, and um, I had moved my knitting box, well, my box of yarn, back and forward because <laughs> it put stuff in there and then no, knowing that Richard wanted to put in skirt and board so he pulled it all out put the skirt and board in so I pushed it all back and then he says I wanted to put beading in it oh pulled it back out and then alright put the beading in pushed it all back and I'm I'm brushing up and starting to hoover and then he says oh no I still need in there because I've got to put some filling in it oh, for goodness sake you could have told me this the first place Okay, darling. <laughs> yeah. So, all that is done, he's told me, and I've pushed it all back. I, I need to systematically take things back into the craft room so that I don't feel stressed when I'm in there now, enjoying, and I can find stuff. I don't have the correct storage for the amount of stuff I do have, but I'm going to do what we all do make it as tidy as possible and know where things are. No, we don't all do that. I'm going to make it as tidy as possible. We don't all do that either. Last night, just, just talk amongst yourselves. Have a drink of coffee or something. Knit a little bit more. However, because I've been rummaging around in my big box of wool and yarns, I was thinking, oh, I'll use that Tilly Thomas yarn that I bought in Loop, London, a million years ago, and it's silver, almost mohair, and it's got beads on it, and I love this. I last knitted on it in 2014, and there is a sh shawl pattern, I was going to say shrug, but it's a shawl pattern, that was with a sh 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 let's do my Billy Coley impression there, sh 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 that's what all drunk people sound like in Scotland. <laughs> Moving on. But I had made massive mistakes and ripped it out. And then I had thought I could put it with a Zyber ball that I've got because it kind of tones in. And then I thought, oh, no, this would, this would make a really nice shrug. But Mel pointed out that it wasn't enough because I weighed it and it was only 50 grams. And I thought, no, she was great. So... I then found some Keithness Heritage yarns, which there's 100 grams of, albeit it is not four-ply. I think it's sport weight. But I'm sure it'll be enough. And then on Instagram, Barbara had already foreseen that there might not be. She goes, if there's not, I might still have some that you can have. And I'm oh, Barbara, you're so kind. However, she also said that the next clip the one that you guys will actually be able to buy is in progress. So that's wonderful. And um, I look forward to being able to give you that news, hopefully, some point soon. So I love this. It's something that I need really... I've got, I haven't got a neutral kind of shrug for all the summer clothes that occasionally get into wear. We've had some really lovely... Uh, days. We've had some beautiful sunshine days with a cold wind. We've had two really hot days with no wind and 
we've had muggy days or with lots of rain. We've had some thunder and lightning as well, which always gives me a sore head. But I just had seen this shrug and thought, I really like that, and it's a rectangle. I can do that. So I cast it on, and I'm about a third in, and then Mel goes, have you finished it? <laughs> give, us, give us a minute. Because, 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 because the wonderful thing that the wizard does, or Daisy, she found my magazine and it had a kit. And this was the Knit Now issue 99 Katie Koala kit by Amanda Berry. And you could either knit gloves, a baby cardigan or Katie Koala. Now I'm still a little bit scarred by Paddington or Zombie Paddington as he shall ever be known. Thinking... I don't know if I'm ready for another zombie in my teddy collection. However, she was all for it. So I, the koala has a scarf and Amanda suggests that your little person or your person who is wanting this koala could knit the scarf because it's just garter stitch with seven stitches whilst you knit the rest of the koala. I'm sure Daisy would be capable of knitting the koala but her patience is only a scarf at this moment. I know you'd think that my children would both be fantastic at these kind of things, but I think it's the same as me. They're not all that interested in it until I'm not there to help them all the time. It's because the way I kind of went. However, I will always impart this knowledge to them, whatever they are in the world and however old they are. So I have made Katie Koala's heed. And I'm going to have to find some more stuffing. And, oh dear, I hope you didn't hear that because that was Buchle and it was not polite. Buchle, Buchle, Buchle. Taking your uh, pod dog duties a little bit beyond the college duty there. Listeners, I hope you didn't hear that. Right, so that's Katie Koala. <laughs> we always blame Buchle when that noise and smell comes. This time it was him. So that's what I've been actually knitting. Uh, the next episode I'm going to talk about the retreat and I have a wee blather to tell you. I actually was going to do it just now but my computer has taken, it's decided to do all its updates and my patience ran out. So, yes, not. However, I have some patterns to mention to you. The first one I've mentioned before but I'm going to mention again. Oh, I'll do a division. Feels like it's a different subject, but it's not really. <laughs> the next, uh, well, the pattern is Fox Happiness Hat by Ellen M. Silva. So if you are a friend of a fox, or you're friendly to foxes, or you're fox friendly, or you just want a hat with a fox cabled in it, I've run out of alliterations, then look no further than Ellen M. Silva. It's a beautiful pattern, and I've got the yarn for this. I got it in Edinburgh. I've uh, not yet cast on. But Ellen very, very kindly gifted this to all my retreat attendees this year. So thank you, Ellen. And I just thought I would mention it again because it makes me smile. I don't know if I'm a friend of foxes because I live in the country, but a fox has got a right to live as well as a sheep and a worm and a dog and us as well. Uh, and I don't have livestock, so... Um, Happy to see the fox go by and wear a fox hat. No, actually wear the fox because maybe I'm more of a friend than to Fantastic Mr. Fox than I thought. 
Moving on, and also a couple of patterns that I've been gifted very kindly. Uh, the first one is Mithril Socks, and the, this is by Virginia Sattler Raymer. Virginia sent me some really lovely DMs and messages on Ravelry and Instagram. So she very kindly said that she's a designer and would I like one of her patterns? And I was like, well, of course I would like one of your patterns, Virginia. They're all lovely. But it was too hard to choose. So I said, no, 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 you choose. <laughs> and she knows that I'm a big Lord of the Ring fan, the same as her. And she sent me the Mithril Socks. So thank you very much to Virginia. And if you want to have a wee a feast of your eyes, do go to Virginia's design page, also Ellen's, and also the next person's pattern too. Uh, Beardy Chill, uh, John Glenn, who lives in Thurso. I see him generally when I'm dropping Daisy off at Thurso Players because he helps run Thurso Players sometimes. And always smiling, John. And... Always a pleasure to stop and chat to about knitting. He has Keithness Croft yarns and he has just released a new pattern and this is called Helios Wing Shawl. And there's some really beautiful patterns he's got going on with this. There's lacy but in sort of geometrical lace and textured stitches on this winged um, shaped shawl. This would be perfect wrap over for you for summertime or just something little to work on in the summer when you don't want <laughs> a cabled tunic sitting on your lap. <laughs> That's the thing, isn't it? Um, and he has it in four ply and 200 grams. I think you would maybe want a solid colour for this because of the stitches in it. And he's used his own Craftsness Croft yarn for it. And it looks beautiful. It's cream and he's got it sitting with a bunch of beautiful yellow roses. So really, really liked his design on that. And thank you, John, for gifting me that. So that is about the crack. There will be more crack from Keithness in the next week. And then I should be back up and um, a bit more back to normal podcasting. I just wanted to have a little bit of a change because I realised that the editing was the bit that was stopping me. And I know it's not as professional or production wonderful as I like in other podcasts, but I've tried my best for you and just want to catch up on you and you catch up with me. So whatever's happening in the world just now, which is some, as usual, pretty awful things, here and there, let's be kind to each other and let's meet random friends in random places and talk about the knitting, which was just lovely. It's exactly what I did. So, it beats chops. Also, hello, Angela. <laughs> right, whatever you're doing, keep on crafting. And I'm going to play out with the wiggling uh, music. So, pretend you're a bumblebee and wiggle. this bit here, wiggle here. You gotta show all the other bees where your honey is. No, pollen. <laughs> the bees.
Bees Meet Polly. Oh dear, on that note, listeners, I think it's time I say goodbye.